Welcome to Between Two Femmes. It is a Thursday, one o'clock. It certainly is. Yeah. Um, Aspasia Karras is here, of course. And so is my Bali Malloy. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, this heat, eh? It's hot. I mean, I'm It's ha- not good for dating. I don't know that you can date in heat. And that is the subject of our um, yes, talk today. Yes, we, we're talking all things dating today. We're talking dating etiquette, the rules, the do's and don'ts. Um, Later, we've got the fashion team coming in to tell us what to wear. Well, this is extremely important, especially if you're a girl, because apparently you can send either the wrong or the right signals, depending on what you're wearing on a first date. I was very concerned when I was briefing them earlier. I said, what must you wear, girls? And they said, well, definitely a bra. And then they got into... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the debate. I was like, no, 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 I was thinking along the lines of what's super stylish right now. Yeah, and you know, and they were like, no, bras, bras is where we stopped. Listen, I'm I, concerned. I, I always think that wearing a bra is a good place to start. You know, if, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just saying. But we've got. But um, what kind? That's the question. Well, mm, we can delve into that later. So we've got Kim joining us this afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. Hi guys. Now, Kim, you have a blog called Oso oh Single. Um, and what is your blog about? What, what are you going to do when you're not so, or so single? She's going to rename gonna, it. She's going to change the name. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Um, <laughs> I kind of put my foot in it when I started the blog because one day when I actually get hitched, I'm pretty screwed because the name isn't going to really fit. Then you're just going to call it not so single. Absolutely. And then you can start talking about married life and all the wonderful things that come with that. Yes. Uh, I may have to get my boyfriend or fiancé to sign a disclaimer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, I think it's um, – I basically started the blog because I've been single for a while. and um, What's a while? Mm, I would say about a year, a year or so. Okay. A uh, couple of flings in between. But, um, yeah, um, I kind of started the blog just to vent a little. Um, and I wanted to put a bit of a humorous spin onto things because, you know, as single girls, we can't take, take our status too seriously. Um, so yeah, I, I try to make the, the, the pieces funny. I try to talk about my own experiences. Um, um, the things that go well, the things that don't go so well. Well, this um, is the thing, and I think a lot of us can relate to that. To that exactly is that not me? Sadly, I mean, the last time I was single was so many moons ago that it's best not to mention them live on air. No, but what I scare the listeners. What I what I mean is, in the process of dating, I think. Yeah, but I remember the dating. Yeah, well, this is what I'm saying. You know, with the dating, I think each one of us has good memories and some bad memories from dating because. You know, dating's not easy. I would have the fear. Have you got the fear? You know what? I used (laughs) to have the fear, but now I just run with it. You know, just wing it. Um, try and have as much fun as possible. And if it, if there's a, if there's a spark, that's cool. And if there's not, well, that's cool too. And you know what? Maybe a good place to start would be what exactly is dating? Because people seem to have different definitions, uh, Mm. depending on what suits them. Mm. I mean, if I go out with a guy, uh, tomorrow night and then I see a different guy next week Saturday and then a completely different person two weeks later. Am I dating? Is that what it is? I would say yeah. so. Because you're not in a relationship with any of these people. You keep changing it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on a search. 
yeah. it's a search and um, deploy mission or something. I don't know. What are you searching for? Perhaps is the question. Are you searching for the one? Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind settling down and, you know, pop, pumping out a few babies at some stage. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'm not, I guess I'm not going to settle. So I'm happy to rummage through the. Um, Are the, you using online dating sites? Um, well, not the, the more search. traditional types. I mean, you've all heard of Tinder. I mean, us singles got so excited when Tinder hit our smartphones. Mm-hmm. But, um, I personally haven't had the best experiences with Tinder. So tell us how it works. I mean, firstly, how do you choose a picture to put on Tinder? That is like kind of crucial. Oh, it's got to be your best one, isn't it? Definitely not in the bathroom. Listen. Like all those selfies. Listen. Everyone, like, I mean, you know, then you're running the risk of a belfie or a telfie, like a toilet selfie. <laughs> I mean, what is going on? So what do you choose to put on Tinder? Well, if you sign in to Tinder using your Facebook profile, what it does is it pulls through your Facebook profile pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. you, can, you can change them up. But like Mabali said, you, you choose your best pics. You want to put um, your best foot forward. But you also don't want to put the pic where um, if they meet you in real life, they're like, oh, wow, um, sorry, I, th- I think you, you got the wrong place or the wrong person. You know, so be a bit realistic about the pics you put on because you don't want an embarrassing situation when you meet in real life. So, for example, you don't necessarily want to put up the picture from last year and then in between you've put on like 12 kilos. Because yeah. then it's a completely different look. <laughs> There's also apparently a different market. I was reading a story about a girl on Tinder yeah. who was um, a sort of plus-size girl. That's how she defined herself. And she she dressed really well, so she like sort of presented the full force of her physique on Tinder. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to hide anything. And... Then she found that it was just all the weird perverts who were into big girls who were on, instantly on, messaging on, her on Tinder, yeah. but also moving rapidly into sexting. Like they didn't even like sort of wait for the like customary. I don't know how many, how many, how many texts is like appropriate on Tinder before they start wanting to get into, I don't know, your pants <laughs> dramatically. Well, I think if it was up to the guys, it would be. Maybe one, maybe two really? texts. <laughs> yeah, as little work as possible. Uh, yes, and and you know sh- uh, there is a bit of a misconception about Tinder because um, everyone thinks, "Cool, what a wonderful way to meet guys." That a lot of them use it um, for for you know hookups, hookups. Hook yeah, yeah, quick, easy hookups. Okay, so, but now now aside from online dating, then you also have to contend with you know your friends who's like. Oh, you should meet so-and-so. I've got the perfect guy for you. Mm, the guy that weighs 400 kilos and he's got a chronic perspiration problem. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know. Speaking about perspiration, <laughs> do not do not deny the strength of perspiration. There's this research that came out yesterday mm. from, um, I'll tell you right now, I've got the research right here. Published in the American Journal of Political Science, no less, where they found this research team was at Brown University and they instructed 146 participants to rate their own ideology on a seven-point scale. So were they very liberal or very conservative? And then they had to provide samples of their body odor. Why? Ah, because then they put them in a fridge and then they got people to randomly smell them about a week later. 
gauze pads. And it was very interesting. After they thawed the gauze pads, people responded according to their political ideologies. And they found that they really liked people who smelt. Liberals liked liberal-smelling people. Radicals liked radical-smelling people. Conservative people liked conservative-smelling people. And it was quite mysterious. And they were really grossed out by the opposite end of the ideological spectrum. You this know, it's just shocking to me. It, it it does sound a little bit absurd when you talk about it initially. But, you know, if you, for example, consider how in the animal kingdom, animals pick each other through, like, hom- hormonal attraction. And, and, you know, animals. we're, we're still bottom. animals. So I, I, I guess there's Hold some basis to that. But still, it would be completely weird, Kim, if you went around smelling the guys that you're on dates with to try and no, decide absolutely. if he's going to be the I'm one. I'm saying the perspiration, don't count it out. This perspiring friend. Well, all I can say is if I, if I went on a date and I was looking in showroom condition and I sat at the table and, and I sort of got a, a waft of his um, mm. smelly smell, I'd probably just cash it in right there. Unless his smelly smell was really just ideologically perfectly suited for you. <laughs> My and political you both, views. Yeah, both <laughs> communists. And you were suddenly, ah, I love that. And they're more likely to probably smell a communist because they're probably ideologically opposed to, I don't know, you know, underarm. Mm, mm. <laughs> let's, Roll get, on. let's get into the ever-growing list of rules when it comes to dating, the do's and the mm, don'ts. Let's. Okay, firstly, um, girl codes, stay away from your friend's ex, right? It doesn't matter if she broke up with him six months ago or six years ago. It doesn't matter. Stay away from him. Agreed 100%. And it doesn't matter how many tequilas are involved. <laughs> stay away. It's like an unwritten rule. Has this ever happened to you? Um, it has. Um, and it's funny. Like you say, stay away from my man or an ex or whatever. Um, but if you, you know what? I'll say it all depends on who broke up with who. If I broke up with a guy, cool, go go wild, do what you need to do. But if he broke up with me, oh. damn girl, you touch him and our friendship is over. So like, I kind of feel like there's a bit of a a, a line. Um, there's a bit of le- well, you prepare to offer a bit of leeway, yes. whereas with some girls, it's absolutely do not go there ever. Yes, I think most girls. I think I'm I'm quite. Uh, I'm quite, you know, easygoing, pretty placid. So, do you do you think guys view? It's like do you think guys have the same? It's, it's like the <laughs> once you've been mine, you're always mine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Is that the story? Well, I mean, it seems to be. Um, I, you know, I have to, I have to admit. I mean, if, for example, I dated you six years ago, and now you're dating a friend of mine, I, I, I don't think I'd have such a problem with it. It Especially was. Especially if you were happy and, yes. and you were involved. And, I've moved and on. Absolutely. Maybe I'm engaged. Maybe I'm married. Maybe I have a child. You know, like why, 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 why should that become a problem? I, I could be wrong, but that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. If so enough don't you feel time, that we all end up like sort of in the same dating world. You end up seeing the same people. Even Tinder throws up exactly the same people. I know. I mean, how can you not get involved with someone in, in that same circle of friends, if there's hell, if there's two single people yeah. in a group of friends, yeah, and you, they're bound to gravitate towards each other. So hell, you know, give it a go, give it a whirl. Okay. Um, 
Payment. We should get on to payment. We should, well, this is where I was heading, but you go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it says it all, the word payment. Who pays for what at which juncture? Do you offer? I mean, I'm fascinated by this stuff. Well, um, the stats are actually horrifying. And, I mean, I'll use myself as, as an example. But I've been on seven Tinder dates. Okay. And out of the seven dates. These are six, with seven different people. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but not seven times the same guy. She, she was like, she's got a memory problem. She's like, oh, he looks fresh. He looks fresh again. Oh, wait. He looks so familiar. Yeah. Deja vu. So seven, seven different dates. And out of seven dates, six of them made me pay half. So we're Dutch on six of the seven dates. And you and know these what? Are okay. First dates. First dates. And okay, I made a rookie mistake in the beginning. It was dinner. Um, and thankfully the guy sort of uh, fit the bill. But going forward, I, I did the whole coffee date or just go for a drink or some, you know, something yeah. light and, and short. And yeah. Um, so that you can escape. Yeah. I did the wallet. And I can't did... actually like sort of afford a drink. Is that what they're saying? I actually. <laughs> It, it baffles me. Um, I mean, I did the wallet reach and everything and they still, uh, kind of said, okay, well, um, there, there was a bit of an awkward silence and then you sort of say, just to be polite, you say, okay, well. Were you drinking okay. French champagne? Uh, like magnums. Yeah. A bit of moe. This was the problem. You know, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm just trying to clarify here. And what do you drink? What is the right amount to drink on a first date? Oh I mean, boy. You don't want to get legless. This, yeah. this, this is a very tricky Lest one. Lest you do get legless. Uh, yes. Um, Later. <laughs> because we'll get on to that. <laughs> well, you know, again, speaking from past experience, one of the dates I did get um, a little bit loose, mm-hmm. um, and that's in, a, in the drinking sense. <laughs> and, um, yeah, um, I never heard from him again. So <laughs> I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is have a drink or two, but, um, yeah, uh, don't peak too soon because it, it could – Ruin it for you. you know? I mean, the the alcohol is supposed to calm and relax you, and to you know because you probably lubricate, lubricate. You're probably feeling nervous, so you can have a drink. But then when you start making poor judgment and decisions, then you know that you've had too much, and you should probably just say, you know what, I've got an early start tomorrow. I've got to go home. <laughs> and then there's the post-verbal situation, which you definitely don't want to get to, where you've drunk that much that now you post-verbal. There's nothing you can say. But Kim, language you, has slowed down <laughs> terribly. <laughs> Kim, have you ever found yourself in a situation where you know that you don't want to be there anymore? Do you look for a graceful exit or do you just kind of suffer through it? You're having a terrible time. You have that app on your phone which rings you. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, on, on a couple of the dates I set up uh, RSS feeds. So my friends who like to live vicariously through me, um, I could keep them updated, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, the 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 good old phone call, em- emergency phone call, always does the trick. Um. So yeah. Um. Also, if you can choose a place, a, sort of a cafe that closes at around seven. Um. Meet them for an after work drink, and then be totally surprised that the place closes at seven. Oh no. Oh well, I was not aware. I was not aware. We should do this but, again, not. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and then you leave, and then you d- delete them or block them. <laughs> yeah, I, I know mean, it's harsh, but yeah, but then you know what? If if either one of you or both of you know that you're having a horrible date, I you know if if I, I don't see what what's the problem in finding a graceful exit and just um, what's the saying? 
um, giving him well, an opportunity to. No, no, no. It's like <laughs> it's like when an animal is is dying a slow and painful death uh, okay. from a wound. Put, put him out just of his put misery. Put him out of his misery. Exactly. I don't see why that's. Or put yourself out of. Or put misery. yourself out yeah. of that misery. More importantly. But now, I mean, it sounds like we're talking about blind dates or practically blind dates based on a picture, but I mean. How how do people meet apart from Tinder and online dating? Well, this is the thing. Um, you know, you've um, you've got your your group of friends, and they've all introduced you to their group of friends, and and so on. Um, but other than that, uh, and maybe work or university or school, how the hell do yeah. you actually meet someone in real life? Mm, somebody new, a complete so completely let's new talk person. about bars because presumably you can meet a whole lot of people in a bar. Yeah, but are they the right kind of people? Well, yeah. you're in a bar. <laughs> I They're know. in a bar. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Why this like sort of negativity about a bar? But nevertheless, there is one. I mean, it's not as if you're going to pick up a person in a restaurant because he's sitting at the table. No, I mean, they're likely going to be with somebody else having their meal. Yeah, and I think there's like a, there's a bit of a fear of, of rejection by approaching someone outside of a bar, you know. Um, if you see someone in the shopping mall or if you you sort of your eye catches like a really hot oak in a bank i mean you go up to him and be like how's it um so i noticed you from across the room and um do you want to go on a date with me because a he'll probably look at you like you're crazy and b I'll come like let's be honest nobody's going to look at you like you're crazy because you're super easy on the eye and terribly pretty oh shame thank but you That's here is the question <laughs> do girls in in our society do you pick up boys with with ease? Have we have we got to that point where we're able to just go, hey, yeah, and walk up to him? Yeah, and and because uh, men men can do that. I mean, they you probably think he's a strange, crazy stalker, but still, you may consider him. And they or do men also not want to do yeah, that Yeah, do they anymore. find it completely intimidating and are they a little bit put off by a woman who approaches him instead of him? You know, the hunt. They talk about the hunt. I think, you've, I think you're right because uh, traditionally, you know, the guy needs to approach the girl. But, I mean, what's stopping the girl from, from approaching the guy? Mm. And I think that it scares them off a little bit. They're like, well, you're doing my job now, so um, I don't know what's going on. And they're completely out of their comfort zone. And then... And then you just like scare them off, and then the poor girl who's really taken every introvert like uh, inch to actually approach the oak, um, she gets rejected, and then and then it's tickets. I mean, how do you how do you go back from that? I mean, at least until the next night. Well, you could always give him signs that it's okay for him to approach, because you know maybe he's standing there thinking, I really want to, I really want to move in. Yeah, I don't know. The gentle, and then uh, if you, eye, yeah, if, the side eye. If you want him to move him, then you, you know, also give him some signs that, hey, it's okay to come over. Or, you know, walk past him and accidentally bump into him and say, oh, I'm sorry. There, yeah, but there you go. So is there a fine line between gentle flirtation and all out crazy. I want to jump you right now. Lappily behavior <laughs> that will like sort of scare everyone. The, 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 the problem is though, is that the more, you drink, yeah, the, and you think you're being subtle, but you're not being so subtle. So I think, um, yeah, depends on any how many shots you've knocked back, I guess. Which is why rather in a bar than in a club, I think. That's probably. I mean, yeah. when you go to a club, there's one intention there. 
I'm taking somebody home Dancing. tonight. Oh. Oh, sorry. I thought it was. Oh, okay. I go to different clubs. <laughs> Is that the only reason one goes to a club? Well, I thought I, you'd go I, for a little dance. Oh, for a dance. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. I suppose it differs with different people. I say karaoke bar is the way to go. There's a brilliant one in Cape Town, mm-hmm. which I like to frequent. Mm-hmm. You may have seen me on occasion subsequently to the karaoke bar. Are you a bit of a songstress? Th- yeah, you just bring out your best self and you're in a context of like complete safety, mm, which is quite fun. No, it is fun. And you know what? Probably the, if you're a really bad singer, you'll probably attract a bit more attention. Um, so yes. And you'll probably be endearing as well because you're willing to put yourself out there and say, I'm really bad at this, but I'm confident enough to do it anyway in front of all of you who I've never met in my life. And that might be something that somebody finds attractive. Like, hey, look at her. She's bold. She sucks, but she's bold. <laughs> so, okay, Parks, I always say join a running club. Everyone seems to hook up at the running club. Now, now you Down see. at the club, the other club. Yeah. The running club, the sort of… The cycling club, the, like that uh, kind of the thing? The cycling club, I don't know that they have time to actually converse because they're just like racing each other. Furiously, and it's full of like men in lycra shorts. <laughs> it's not a. I mean, I don't know personally. I don't know that that's a good look. But the the running club runners terribly charming. Mm, have yeah. you considered this? We have. I've actually tried it. Funnily enough, but here's the thing: I'm pretty competitive, so I'll basically cough up a lung trying to, um, you know, show my running strength, and then by the end of it, I look like. Um, like a, a flushed yeah. red, my mascara is running down my face, um, and then and then that bo thing comes in again. Oh yeah, you know, the, the whole perspiration, sweaty, sweaty thing. But now everyone is like sort of sweaty and perspiring, and so you're all on a like pop. I guess, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. Um, we 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 have tried it uh, a couple of the single girls and I. Um, and again, I don't know. I wonder which is the hottest running club in Joburg, though. There must be like sort of. Um, preferences. Well, I can Ones tell you which other not so really. Hot. Oh, can you? <laughs> oh my Which goodness. one? Go on. Yeah. Well, we we tried the uh, Santon, uh, and then I'm I'm going to need to travel for this. But no, the Ned Bank, the Ned Bank Running Club. Um, um, I mean, the guys have good bods, but um, you know. Um, no, hey, it didn't work. Nah. And what about this Nike Running Club? I think it's just basically an excuse for people. To, I mean, they run like a measly four k's around Rosebank. They st- however fast you've run around after four k's, you'll still be looking quite nice, full of like really quite. I I've noticed those people. See, I don't know anything. And they about, are relatively cute. I don't know anything. I'm saying try about, this club. I'm yeah. going to and try and curb Absolutely. your enthusiasm so that at the end of the four k's you look terribly glowing, glowing, flash, fresh. fresh. Here's <laughs> my question: How many dates have you actually been on in this last year? Hmm. Um, I would probably say around 10, 10 to 15 yeah. dates. Um, that is like very, very reasonable. That is like, well, I, I mean, fact, I don't know what reasonable is. I thought you were is. going on like a date a week or something. Where are you getting material for this blog? Well, well, <laughs> the Tinder dates definitely happened in a bit of a, in a flurry, a yes, flurry, in a bit of a clump. But, um, you know, I kind of, I've taken a break from Tinder just because of the abysmal experiences I've had. Um, so, yeah. What was the worst Tinder experience? Go on, tell us. Apart from making you pay for your magnum of champagne. 
which I just think is outrageous. I know. I mean, really. I mean, a girl's got to drink uh, at least a, a, a good bottle of Moe. I mean, nothing <laughs> less than that. But um, I can't really point out anything in particular. Um, just, you know, if there's no connection, it's a bit of a snore fest. And then you got to sit there for the next hour trying to make idle conversation, um, trying to figure out your exit strategy. Mm. Um, also, the first date, I mean... This was the first Tinder date, and it kind of went a little bit pear-shaped because I may have uh, had a little bit too much to drink. But um, it was yeah. excusable. You were nervous. Well, oh. I, I I ended up with a, a bit of a stalker situation because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gareth Cliff thought it would be a great idea to send Leanne Mole and I on dates this one Valentine's Day. So we actually recruited people. <laughs> who sent us emails and they wooed us and charmed us. And, you know, we got to pick two guys to go on a date with. And Damon came with us. He was like our security, which is the biggest joke in the world. He was your maiden aunt. <laughs> but the problem was that... Was in, he in drag? But no. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that in my email signature, I still... It was still in those days where I listed everything. My cell phone number, my work number, my... I blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So this guy sleep. could get a hold of me. And after the date was over, I said, it was really nice to meet you. Let's not do this again. <laughs> Cut a long story short, it basically ended up with um, the security people from my place of work going to his place of work to tell him to calm down because it was bordering on this woman can lay charges against you. It was a proper stalker situation. And stalker. Yes, it was, it was not pretty and it was a little bit scary. <laughs> but that is the thing, really, is that, which is why I'm speaking about the fear. Mm. You you just absolutely have no idea what's going on. Granted, I mean, it was a blind date, so I d- I'd I rather just smell them and see if they're like, you know, <laughs> well, there you go. Are they radicals? Are they crazy psycho killers? Will I be able to identify the crazy psycho killers? Yeah. Sweat. Probably not, you know, not at face value. But um, it's just a little bit after half past one. Kim, we have to let you go. You are rushing off to the airport. But thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. If you want to follow her blog, Oh So Single. And then coming up next, we're going to be talking to... She's going to have to change it shortly to Not So Single. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And then coming up next, we're going to be talking um, what to wear for these first dates. Yes. It's critically important. Critically important. We're going to question these girls on what exactly they meant about the bra. Exactly. Or no bra. Oh, I still... Not so bra. I have to find out about this no bra thing. How does that even work? I'm just mystified. Okay. Cliffcentral.com It's not a lot that you've been saying Too much when I get too close, I'ma touch that subject. I can read your body, no sit with all that yapping. Need less talking, a little more action. Yeah, now, girl, keep it G. Know you speak a little freak, I can hear it in your accent. Said, Tell me, can you understand my language? If you try and ride, just stay in my lane. There's no other way to explain it and lame it. Who you came with, it's not a lot. That 
wanna take it too far, then well, you better stop flirting and stop twerking. So perfect, cause it's working. That, that, worth all the worship. You've been in your bag like Birkin. Never had it like this before me. You ain't no girl, better read up on me. You try and get, gotta read up on me. Being stuck up, gonna leave you lonely for the night. We should leave before the lights on, girl. I'm too on. It's not a Yes, clipcentral.com. Welcome back to Between Two Femmes. Um, sorry, we were just we were just talking, and we've got Kelly Fung joining us now, fashion and beauty editor from Marie Claire magazine. Because and you, we've got the hapless interns. Yes, we've got the interns. That's what we do to the interns. We just order them around, and, and we say, now you are going to come to Cliff Central and answer questions. Yeah. So we've got <laughs> we've got Ashley von der Berg and Daniela Requelmi. Uh-huh. Gosh, I'm so glad I got that right. I know, she's Chilean, she tell us. You are Chilean. She's so hot right now. (laughs) (laughs) You have to speak Chile, Chile. No, no hablo espanol. Okay, all right. Well, Ashley and Daniela are also joining us, the interns. But we're going to start with Kelly because, you know, it is important um, how you dress on a first date. Isn't it so? It is so important. First impressions, right? Apparently, people in every context make a snap judgment. Oh, well, this is that's, what... That's do. why Tinder works. You make a snap judgment in like five seconds. You're like, no, moving on, yes. moving on. This is what we do. Sadly, the date, though, lasts longer. Right. So, so Kelly, if I'm in a very... If I'm in a, a dress so tight, it's probably a size too small for me. My boobs are popping out and it's really, really short. I can barely sit down without showing um, unnecessary views. <laughs> what is that saying about me? It's saying you're thirsty. <laughs> Too thirsty. You gotta, you gotta be comfortable, firstly, and you've gotta, it's an art, I think. Mm. The, the fine line between looking amazing, but looking like it didn't take you that much effort to look amazing. Yes, okay? yes, there is that. It's all these smokes and, smoke and mirrors, yeah, man. Like you've gotta look effortless, you've gotta look like it did not take you five hours. Like you work up, mm. like just looking like you just that. look yeah, sure. amazing naturally. This is like so complicated, so complicated. <laughs> but, but but we we, did, we, we did. probably complicated ourselves as women. I think we do. We do because. But I I always have you know my very man who 
you know, bagged me a long time ago. And hence, I'm not really qualified to discuss this particular subject in any way. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I'm weighing in 100%. But he always goes, oh, I love you in simple jeans and T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. And you're like, yeah, well, carry on liking that. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but is that the, the case? Do you think that most men would actually just like us in norm core? Just to return to our like sort of love normal. Um, I think earlier conversation. I I don't think men look into it as deeply as we do. No, they definitely at don't. All. They don't but even notice. These they things. don't notice things, but they do look at an overall package. Uh-huh. It's be real. Uh-huh. They look. They know. They know when you've put in some efforts. So now I asked Kelly to come prepped for this particular interview, and okay. I said, Kelly, you must give us top five looks. To where to a date? Yes, let's do that, Kelly. Let's okay. let's let's start with the first look. Okay. Do you want? Me, let me open them. First. Yes, and the joy is is that we're going to post them so that we can all so everyone can see see them. They are kind of just examples and guidelines. Obviously, everybody has got different style and different things about them. Yeah, you see, my style is jeans and sandals. And, and you see, great. he'll love you. My <laughs> husband needs to meet you. <laughs> okay. Actually, no. <laughs> Staying away. <laughs> Wife swap. <laughs> we'll have none of that. That was girl rule number one. Yeah, no. When you come to us, you're going to wear heels. Yes, stay away <laughs> from your friend's ex. Just, just don't even go there. But okay, can you mind your current? Like. So I've got here a picture of the beautiful Olivia Palermo. He always looks oh, She insane. does. Now that is just wrong. Olivia Palermo is she wrong. She can do no wrong. She's perfect. She's so perfect. what is the look that she has okay, on Okay, so there? I've got here, she's got a, a beautiful white cotton skirt. Oh, okay. And it goes below the knee. And it goes below the knee, so we're not showing too much. And it's not like one of those tight-fitting skirts no. either that clings to your body. It's kind of flowy. It's a, like an A-line. Yes. So it's very flattering yeah. on all the figures. And she's worn a pair of heels, but then she's turned it down with a denim a denim shirt. Yeah, you see, so that's, that's, that screams comfort to comfort, me. Comfort, but style. Yes. So she still looks... She does. She, she does. I can confirm. Yeah. And the, the joy of it is that she's like, you know, hobbling around on cobblestones in those heels. Mm. I just can never believe Olivia Palomo's life. No, just, but like, there's mean, no way. Some town car just delivered her there. She yes. stepped out. She took the picture, the photographer happened to and then be somebody's there. going to carry her over the cobblestones exactly. <laughs> into the fashion sh- show. Although, if you spend as much time in heels as she does, you probably master cobblestone. Yes, and any other surface. But Mabali, you could you could pair you can swap the heels in for maybe a pair of flat sandals. Yes, my flat sandals. Yes, but the white skirt is still very feminine and floaty. Yes, and I like that. Okay, yeah. and then and then the next look. The next look I've got is a little printed jumpsuit. Which oh. is quite a nice idea. Like instead of shorts, you know, you just put on one outfit, one look, easy, <laughs> and it's already easy. done. Yes, done. So the full jumpsuit or the little short jumpsuit. I and love a, a jumpsuit. I'm wearing one today. Yeah, you are. And that's just one piece. You don't have in to fact, mix today. Match. I feel like I just came to work in my pajamas <laughs> because the jumpsuit has like a little pajama <laughs> trimming, and I'm like. How perfect is that? And I can just go straight to bed afterwards. (laughs) And your husband probably loved it this morning because, you know. Yeah, he likes this jumpsuit. I'm sure. Very, very heavy cash. Sure he does. Okay, so easy, simple, still, you know, you're showing a bit of leg there. So, you know, a hint of sexy. A hint of sexy. Which never hurt anyone. Exactly. A little bit of skin. A little bit of skin never hurt anyone. Mm -hmm. Especially if you have good legs. Yes, absolutely. Go for it. If you've got it flaunted is what they say. Exactly. So yeah, there's that. Easy. My third look 
is a pair of leather trousers or, in fact, any sort of statement trouser. I have never worn leather pants in my entire existence. I am terrified of leather pants. One word for you. How tight are they supposed to be? They don't have to be tight at all. (laughs) In this weather. No, I disagree. Not sweaty. Not that sweaty. If you're wearing wearing leather, maybe sweaty. But But real um, leather, what, just absorbs the whole thing? For a dinner date, okay, okay. So leather or a statement pant and a very simple t-shirt. When you're saying statement pant, explain, explain to the listeners. Like a printed pant. Which which can oh, be with like the different patterns on yeah, them and everything. you can do like a floral trouser if or I have brightly a, colored trousers. If I have a big butt, can I wear those pants with the patterns and the and the florals so. on them? More so. Really? Absolutely. Have you learned nothing from Kim No, K? because I was told that they will just maximize your butt and make it look bigger. So I'm a stick you, to dark That's what color. people that's want you now. Want. There's a whole article yeah. in the New York Times today about the primacy of the butt. <laughs> you want the butt. There are jeans at the moment in Edgar's that have butt implants. <laughs> You know, no. Yeah, ah, you can. You know, you get like a push-up right You get. We have to feature them oh with God. the little padding that you can add into. But here's my point. This is to return to the bra situation. Now, say that things move on from guys, point A know, guys, to point all, B. You must always wear a bra. Why? No, you <laughs> must. But here is my point about the bra. All these bras that have the built-in implants and make you look like you have, you know, you go from point A to point F. <laughs> Yes. With your boobs. <laughs> then the fellow now has got lucky. He takes mm, it mm, off. Yeah. And he sees that, no, in fact, you're not an F. <laughs> you're just, you're always just the old A. <laughs> Is this not like sort of false advertising? Of course it's false advertising. I'm deeply concerned about the butt implants now on the jeans. Everyone wants a bit of booty nowadays. Good grief. Good grief. False advertising. They should take it to the Advertising Standards Authority. I don't even know why I'm surprised, considering how far we've come with fashion, and now you've got butt implants built into your jeans. That is amazing. We are going to, you're going to have to take a picture of those and blog it instantly. Yeah. It's a real thing. And the best way to do it is a before and after picture to see if it really does make that much of a difference. Okay, but I definitely do not need it. So we're probably going to have to bring it to you guys to try. Well, we'll find somebody here in the office with no butt because I also don't need that. Like, I'm okay in that department. Calling all non-butters. <laughs> it's going to be a test. We're going to test the butt implant um, yes. pant. Y- yes. It's a statement pant if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> okay, so Kelly, we were with the leather pant. Yeah, okay, so the leather pant or the statement pant with a, just, with a simple t-shirt. With or a, without implants. Yeah, with, mm. without. Okay, moving on. <laughs> a nice little jacket. Perfect dinner date. Okay, so I, I, I like all of these looks so far because they do, they're very comfortable. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you're trying too hard. Which is the key. Which is the key. Here's my question. Flats or heels? Because I, I, after what we heard about the sort of disastrous Tinder dates, I would say flats. Yeah, even sneakers so that she can run out of it. <laughs> but if it's a dinner date. Yeah, I think it depends on what you do. But always have an exit strategy. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. I was saying that mm. app is what everyone needs. The one that phones you. When, and when suddenly it's your mother. When you suddenly need Darling, a phone call. Darling, I'm dying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, Kelly, we've got two more looks to go through. Okay. The fourth look is a dress, a denim dress, and she's paired it with a pair of sneakers, like we were saying. Good exit strategy. Sneakers. sneakers. Um, comfortable and very cool. Like it just makes you look a little bit cooler instantly. 
the sneaker. Yeah. Um, also, not an extremely short dress. It comes just a little just, bit. Of, just above the knee. Just above the knee. So, you know. With a three-quarter sleeve and a bit of a waist belt to like Yeah, and it's, it's got buttons all the way down the, br- mm-hmm. uh, the dress. So that's, mm-hmm. again, I, I, I could wear all of these. Yes, you yeah. could. Yes. And look very stylish at the same time. Yeah. Okay, and then my last look is that I think everyone needs a really beautiful summer dress. Oh, I love Because I one. think that a guy loves a girl in a little cotton dress, summer dress, showing some some shoulder skin. It almost makes us look innocent and exactly. virginal. <laughs> and again, you can wear it with a flat sandal like you like. Yeah. I think, Kelly, Kelly, you should have presented this information to our Oso single blogger. Oh, but but we are going that. to make it handily available online. No, okay, we no. might even just tweet her in. Yes, okay, that's that's fine. But now hang, hang on, Kelly. Hmm. I'm a little bit surprised I didn't see the famous little black dress there because you know in every fashion magazine you read they will tell you how you need to have at least one LBD. You're right. As I mean, is, it, it is a wardrobe staple. Yeah, we we love an LBD, but I think. I we think, can, yeah. There can be other things. It doesn't. It's not the date staple mm-hmm. by any means. And I feel these dating looks that Kelly has presented us will challenge a young man to look at you, or even nay, even a young woman. Because I mean, I feel that we've been rather sort of gender specific here, and I mean, people can date across all um, gender lines. And the point is that they 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 present some. A point of difference, because if you arrived in the same year old little black mm. dress, yet again, all those bandage dresses. Oh, those tight, Ooh, those tight yeah. ones, the cocktail dresses, oh. again, with your boobs popping out. Please, can those just like sort of be yeah, you know consigned to the hospital where they belong? We'll dig a grave for them. But I want to start interrogating the interns now, because we can. Yes. We yeah. can interrogate. And that's why we brought them, really. Ashley and Daniela. Um, I mean, are you two in the dating scene? Are you in committed relationships? Are you married? Please don't say you're married because you look like you're about 18 years old. I'm single. I've been single for a very long time. It's actually my choice. Okay. I enjoy the lifestyle that I have and that I'm independent and I can do what I want and I don't have to answer to anyone else. Um, I know I'm a lot of work for someone as well, so... I kind of use it as a test. If I am going to date anyone, I kind of give them admin if they can take it and they can give it back to me. Oh, what kind of admin Grace. are you talking about, Ashley? <laughs> she gives them homework. I'm, yeah. I, I make them she work makes for them it. return. I can make them do all the returns <laughs> to the stores. I wish. I wish. I haven't found one yet that, yeah, that'll, that'll one. offer it's to do, do that, that for me. It stops there. Yeah. Um, I make them work for it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's Where do you meet? Thing. Where do you meet a, a sort of dating potential? Um, we because were actually speaking about this earlier. Like, where do you go to meet someone if you don't meet them at a bar? I heard you speaking yes. about the yeah. running club earlier, yeah. which sounds fun, but I'm not like a fitness guru or anything like that. Um, I have a boyfriend and I actually met him at a bar. So, okay. yeah. See, I think the bar is absolutely legitimate. I have no problem with It sounds with like the, the club is not legitimate no, anymore. No, you don't know, guys. <laughs> We go to the club for very, no. Not dancing, apparently. We, well, you go there to <sighs> dance, but then Sigh. chances are you're going to end up with a one-night stand situation, as far as I understand it. Is this that's, that's true? A, yeah, I think that's very much the case. Um, I think a bar is a much more um, casual setup. It's I think girls are more easily approachable there. I think in a club, girls are all dressed up in their high heels with their 10 friends that they've brought with um 
from the guest list, and I think it's very intimidating for a guy. Mm-hmm. I think at a bar, also, I think guys know that we basically majority of girls that go to bars and stuff are single. Um, so I think they know that their chances of meeting a single girl are higher at a bar than at a club. Also, isn't it easier to talk to someone in a in a bar as opposed to in a club? I mean, yeah, it's loud definitely. in the club. You know what I mean? It's loud. You yeah. Can't, you can't actually mm. have a conversation and with someone. And there's more places to sit. There's an outside area. You can chop it up and, I mean, go and walk to another bar if you want to. I know Greenside is a famous place for that, and everyone always mocks me and says, that's why I haven't found a boyfriend, not that I have been looking for one, <laughs> but because no one finds a boyfriend in Greenside. But, I mean, people Oh, do. really? So there's zones, exclusionary zones. Yeah. Greenside is a, like, no. Everyone apparently go. goes there to hook up. You don't go oh, there okay. to... And what are the, what are the, let me ask you this, the difference between, say, a hookup date? Like, would you go on a date with somebody you wanted to hook up with? Well, if you're hooking up with someone, is it, is it one of those situations where you're never going to see them again after the fact? Is that what we're talking about? I don't know. I, I, I think it depends. I recently, I, I hate dates, but I recently went on a date, but I had been hooking up with a guy and eventually we went on a date and it carried on and it, it went further or whatever. But I mean, I don't know. I personally, it scares me. I will not go on a date with like a random or someone I've just met. So hookup is pre-dating, dating. You know what? Again, it just keeps getting more complicated. It's so complicated. What is pre-dating, dating? dating? (laughs) It's the hookup. It's the hookup. And And how far do you go on a hookup? Just like, how many bases are you crossing (laughs) off? That's entirely up to you. This is what I want to know when they say hookup. I just need to understand. If you're hooking Make up with someone, work. yeah, you're just like smooching them. I don't okay. know. Okay, okay. That's what a hookup yeah. is to me. These days, there's this, it's not just boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. You either have a boyfriend or girlfriend or single. There's this in-between phase that's what, being. What is, what, what is in-between? Vibing, it's vibing. being called vibing or being together <laughs> where you're basically single, but you are involved with someone, but you're not allowed, allowed to kiss other people like you can't say anything about it. If someone cheats on you, it's not actually cheating. It is actually one of the most frustrating this and horrible things. This is a very, thing. very gray space. But I don't <laughs> like it. Mm, it's not nice. <laughs> well, like, you should, this is why you are a happily married woman. You don't have to worry about these exactly. things. That's why we're discussing it now so that I can advise the interns. But let me, let me understand this. When you're vibing, so you have somebody who you call your boyfriend or your girlfriend, but if they wanted to kiss somebody else, or do other well, stuff with not, somebody you're else. Not they're not your, your boyfriend, boyfriend or, or your girlfriend. Technically, okay. they're not allowed to kiss someone else in front of you. But I mean, but if it is done and you find yeah. out, somewhere you can't else. technically be angry because you're not official. Now, is this something that needs to be discussed by both of you? Because then, you know, I, I need to be sure that if I do something with somebody else, you're not going to get upset. So we must discuss it. It can be discussed. But as we all know, men, discussion doesn't go very far. And confronting... <laughs> This is what you'll hear a boy say. I'm not ready for a girlfriend. Yeah. And so then you know you prepare for commitment. You, not, it, you like, know, actually. I'm not, I'm not ready to commit. So then you, he's got, he's got you as a regular, but he is free to do other things. He has his cake and he eats but it too. But you're basically. also free to exactly. do other things. Yes. But obviously, in most cases, the girl gets more attached and the guy knows this and he plays on that, which is not very nice. Hence, which is why it needs to be discussed because yes. you, you, need, need, to, you to need to know where you they stand. They need contracts, vibing contracts. <laughs> oh my goodness. How, uh, 
wow, who knew there was so much to keep up with? But you know men are more complicated and indecisive these days. <laughs> they are. They is, want every, they want is all. Is it men or is it women? Because I think we're also in a similar sort of... Maybe both. I think maybe both. I, yeah. I think I, people in general today are, are less ready just to commit or to, you know, go for the girlfriend or the boyfriend label. Hmm. And I think people these days also well, want to talk, change yeah. the old definitions of what relationships are, you know. I mean, back in the day, really, a guy would knock on your door and then if, if you... Present you with a pig. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you would have... And then you would have... And then you would have tea with him and then two months later, he's your husband. I mean, you know, a lot has changed since those days. So... Although a lot has changed and a lot hasn't changed. In certain communities, arranged marriages are still the like sort of... Yes, um, yes. And sometimes I think when I listen to all of this, the whole vibing gray area, the like contractually undefined like mysteries of the space that um, the interns are occupying... I would happily like go for an arranged marriage. <laughs> it just sounds so much simpler. Ah, simpler. Yeah, somebody has like got your best interest at heart. They're your parents. They think that um, you you can specify. I like them like this. They will go out and search for you, and find you several options. And if he hasn't, if he doesn't do anything for you in the first two you years can... of the marriage, then just leave. I mean, really. <laughs> I think the parents might be upset they'll have to pay back a gigantic dowry. I mean, we're talking about Azerbaijan. And I'm saying to you, <laughs> this should be our next destination. Azerbaijan? Yeah, the two of us. Mabali and I should oh. should go to Azerbaijan. Oh, my goodness. She's going to find her husband. No, yeah. no, no. She's got a boyfriend. I can't do that. Oh. But we can go and examine these uh, circumstances in a place where arranged marriage, I presume, is par for the course. Look, uh, there's plenty of time to have this uh, this discussion, but right now we should we should wrap it up. Yeah, I see Toby Shapshak is hovering. You know, he comes in here with his co- with his coffee, and he 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 looms over you. Yeah, and you you know that you've just got to wrap it up. You're very intimidating, Toby. I was just trying to be punctual. <laughs> you know, it's not my long suit. Anyone can tell you that. Besides, I walked in at the arranged marriage thing, and I have to agree. You mm. know, I mean, like it does seem to be like a very useful model. It's Doesn't just matter. a tool. I'm, it I've takes all this like sort of for forty something years before <laughs> I found my one true love. You know, I mean, imagine my parents found it before. You certainly so we're doing easy. a lot of thrashing now. Like, let's just um. No, no, Aspasia. This may be on radio, but really. <laughs> okay, well, Toby's coming up next um, here on TripCentral.com. Uh, Kelly, Ashley, and Daniela, thank you thank so much you. for joining us. Thank you, thank and you interns, for your input. Thank you, Kelly, for your <laughs> five. Super hot slick. Which I'm going to tweet from Marie Claire SA. Next week we'll have the show from Azerbaijan where yes. we will be investigating arranged marriages. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> uh, cliffcentral.com.